0: What's cracking, everybody? Blake Neman with another episode of Blake's Take and lots of Game 1 action of the opening round last night. As the NBA postseason is fully underway, it is finally here. We'll start with the best game of the night in the New York Knicks. Yes, the playoff New York Knicks and the Atlanta Hawks squaring off in Madison Square Garden in a playoff game where the fans were loving every bit of it. The Hawks hopped out to an early 17 7 run, and they maintained that 10 point advantage throughout the first quarter and into the early second. But late in the second, the young role players in Obi Toppin and Emmanuel Quickly shined through as they charged forward with two buckets in the paint and then a pair of hits from beyond the arc, especially one by Quickley, which made it a one point game, making the fans in Madison Square Garden ecstatic. It stayed a close game within fewer than four points for a majority of the quarter until the Knicks went on a 7-0 stretch to run to stretch their lead, looking to sway the momentum into the fourth quarter. However, Lou Williams had other plans as he hit two big-time jump shots with under 30 seconds left in the third to make it a one-possession game going into the final quarter. Neither team led by more than six points in the fourth, during which teams took turns re- regaining and then losing the momentum they built up. Now down to crunch time, 30 seconds left, tied up 103 apiece. Trey Young drives to the basket, and there was some quest- questionable t- contact made between him and RJ Barrett. Tom Thibodeau co- challenged the call, but it would be denied, and Young would sink both free throws. But the Knicks would come back and after some key ball movement, they got it to their big time vet, Derek Rose, who got a floater to fall, tying it up with 9.8 seconds to go. Here we go. Young has the ball in his hand. He crosses up, gets past the double team, drives right, drops a runner in the lane for the dagger, silencing the electric Madison Square Garden crowd, getting his first playoff win in dramatic fashion huge moment for Trey Young and taking game 1 onto another highly anticipated game in the reigning champion Los Angeles Lakers looking to open this year's playoff strong against the team who finished second in all of the land in the Phoenix Suns Deandre Ayton led the way for the Suns with 10 points and great rebound rebounding to help put his team up 32 to 25 after the first quarter Unfortunately, the Suns took a big hit at the start of the second, with Chris Paul falling to the floor in pain of his right shoulder after some contact with LeBron while defending him. He would return just a few minutes later, but he definitely was not looking or playing 100%. But D-Buck was like, I got you, and he took over and took control as a scoring spree in the second to help total out to his 17 first half points to keep his team up 8 at the break. The Suns managed to keep and extend their lead despite some early quarter outside shooting struggles. They eventually found their rhythm with some big-time three-point shooting at the end of the quarter that really gave them some energy and momentum, riding on a 13-point lead heading into the final quarter. In the early fourth, Things took a slight turn in the environment as LeBron rim-checked a free throw and went for the rebound, but was knocked off his feet by CP3, who helped James up. But meanwhile, there was a scuffle amongst many players, leaving Cameron Payne ejected by the end of it. But Devin Booker kept that Mamba mentality, keeping his eyes on the prize, pushing through and leading his team to a victory in his first playoff game, dropping 34 points over the defending NBA champs outstanding performance by one of the game's brightest young talents. Now to the 1 vs. 18 matchups where we actually had some very competitive games despite the lopsided odds. We will stay here in the West with the regular season champion Utah Jazz taking on the young electric Memphis Grizzlies who are always scary. Utah experienced a dry spell on offense throughout much of the first quarter. They, the Jazz made just a single basket over a 7 minute stretch while committing 6 turnovers and 8 turnovers in total in the quarter. The Grizzlies would go ahead on 17-14 to 14 on a 3 point play by Dylan Brooks, but could not gain any further ground against the Jazz defense as they missed 14 straight field goals over a 7 minute stretch of their own, spending the 1st and 2nd quarters. This opened the door for Utah, who then converted on some baskets and got a 15-0 run, highlighted by back-to-back baskets by Gobert, for a 29-17 lead. But the Grizz finally found their rhythm and they did not lose it, as they pushed forth on a 31-7 run, in which John Morant and Dylan Brooks led the way, with a combined 17 points of their own, giving the Grizz a 10-point advantage in the early third defensively the Grizz stuck to their game plan of shutting down Jordan Clarkson from outside Clarkson went 0 for 8 from beyond the arc sna- snapping his 94 game streak of making at least one three pointer however this led Bojan Bogdanovich roaming free in the fourth which he took full advantage of scoring 20 points in the fourth quarter to climb the jazz all the way back within one with 6.4 seconds to go Ooh, what a game but dylan brooks would get it but the inbound would get to dylan brooks and he would manage to slip through the utah defense for an easy lane to the basket making it a three-point game Bogdanovich would try and heave one up uh, to tie the game with a contested three but it would be way left to the way to the left as the Grizz snagged game one over the Jazz who were questionably without Donovan Mitchell their star leader who he himself expected to play in the game but the training staff thought otherwise sitting Mitchell in a pregame decision that shocked the entire team including Mitchell he is expected to return in game two, which is where they will need him in order to bounce back and even the series. We will finish out, finish it off out in the East where the Washington Wizards were looking to get a piece of the one seed Philadelphia, Philadelphia 76ers right there in the home of Philadelphia with a rowdy crowd that was sure to make it a tough playoff environment. MVP finalist Joel Embiid got into some foul trouble early with three fouls in the first half, while the rest of the team was an awful three of seventeen from Beyond the Arc, leaving it up to Tobias Harris to pick his team up as the offensive force with the loss of loss of time with Embiid. Harris seized the opportunity to shine, going off for 28 points in the first half. Hitting from all spots on the court, proving his contact, his contract worthiness, and All-Star caliber level. Despite his success, the Wizards managed to stay in it with their role starters and role bench players leading the way. As Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook somewhat struggled, combining for a minute 20 points to take the 62-61 lead at the break. In the third. Harris' teammates began to help him out with Seth Curry hitting a three, then Danny Green falling with one of his own, and then Seth bearing another one, really hyping up the crowd and hyping himself up to build up a nine-point lead. The crowd was then on their feet, chanting TRUST THE PROCESS, while Embiid was shooting free throws to close out the quarter. The Wizards would not be able to stop the Sixers' momentum as they managed to keep the lead throughout the entire fourth quarter to secure the Game 1 victory despite the lack of offensive resources early on. Huge wins for many for many different teams, definitely for the Suns trying to hop up on the defending champs while the Grizz get the big upset over the Utah Jazz. Definitely, this is a good showing of Tobias Harris. This shows that they can compete with the big three Potentially in Brooklyn have they Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid all fully working together and not to mention Let's mention that Ben Simmons had 15 rebounds and 15 assists that it was huge Although he only scored six points those 15 rebounds and 15 assists are what make the game and really get his teammates involved That's just what makes a player like him so special and and Doc Rivers play, uh, praises that each and every day, so that was huge there. And then, of course, we had the incredible win there. We had the Wizards; they fall with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal struggling. Hopefully, they can bounce back, and hopefully, all these teams can get, continue to strive forward in these in this coming series. And I hope they make it all, all a great series and a competitive series throughout the playoffs. And who, we don't know who will come out of these, uh, these games, these series. They're going to be interesting. You know, we got this 8-seed upset. We got this close—it was still a close game, only a 7-point game between the Wizards and the 76ers. And then— pressures on LeBron and AD to shine because AD did not have too great of a performance in game one and LeBron definitely was doing what he could but still wasn't looking the greatest so hopefully all the stars can remain healthy as we did see both LeBron and Chris Paul go down I know they weren't they all came back but we definitely just want to see all the players stay healthy this postseason and I am look forwarding to watch it hopefully all live up to that hype so thank you for tuning in to another episode of Blake's Take. I hope you all enjoyed. You can catch it all on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. And I will see you all in the next episode with some more playoff coverage and some potential local sports coverage.